Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of You Believe What? I am your host, Chris Allen. To my left, we have Tyler Montague, Chris Johnson, owner and operator of True Way Logistics, import export needed. You can find me on Facebook at True Way Logistics. And LaShawn Edward. Edward. <laughs> Keep the running go. truck going. <laughs> it's, it's the one of the few jokes we got. Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> We would like to welcome y'all to another episode. Tonight we'll hopefully have another impactful discussion. Please feel free, buckle up. If you have any questions or comments, send them to our email address at youbelievewhatpod at gmail.com. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram at youbelievewhatpod. We're also on Twitter at youbelievewhatpod2. Hit us up. Let us know what you're thinking. All right, fellas. You know... Looking around and seeing the stuff that's going on in the world today, it's kind of hard to sit in these situations as a group of black men and understand everything that's going on. God knows, I think if we could say we understood half this stuff, we could be billionaires. But (laughs) these situations aren't easy where we find ourselves in. We haven't come up easy in this country. We haven't come up easy in this world. Nobody has. So the question I have is, do, is, does going through hard times really make you stronger? I feel like going through hard times, <laughs> uh, hardships um, do make you stronger as an individual, um, as a race or a culture. Um, it, I feel that when we go through things and you learn from it, you know what to not do, uh, know how to not make the mistakes. And you, like if they say if you broke a bone, like your bone in that spot becomes stronger. It's the same if you go through a certain situation in life, you become a stronger individual because there are things to learn from. I think the key is though, you got to learn from it because if you don't, then even if you don't go back and repeat it down the road, somebody else is going to repeat that same thing. So I feel like you can grow from those things. All right. Mr. Johnson, Mr. Edward. Yeah, I always look at hardships as um, kind of just being in the weight room. In order for you to gain muscle, you have to go through some sort of resistance to make it, to make your muscle stronger. And when you go through life, if you don't go through anything, how can you really learn how to bounce back from hardships or just stumbling blocks? And um, I feel like it is necessary for everyone to go through some sort of some sort of struggle struggle, because I think that's through the struggle is where you really define who you are, whether you got grit, whether you got whatever your whatever you have, whoever you whoever you are. I think you those are the defining moments that make you um, you. So um, definitely hardship is necessary because it just. I think it gives you a better appreciation of what you're striving for. All right. Yeah, I strongly agree. Um, I can say hardships is pretty much who or what made me who I am today. Um, Just growing up in a single parent home with drugs, abuse, um, being homeless at points of time. So just looking at my... Mm, growing up just really makes me want to do better and not raise my kids in a point of 
uh, what I've been through. So, yeah, I believe hardships really make you a better person. Okay. So, it seems to be pretty consensual. That don't even sound right. That's probably not a word. I made it up if I did. <laughs> but it, it sounds like the consensus for the table is that hard times are necessary and it's something that you grow from. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. But as I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> and as we like, we're talking about it, thought that comes to mind or the question that comes to mind is what is a hardship? Because I feel like depending on where you are, like one person's hardship might not necessarily look like someone else's. Right. Um, just like tossing it around or throwing it out there and you can like, anybody can go from here. But like if somebody who had a silver spoon given to them, you know, and then all of a sudden they hit bankruptcy, not even bankruptcy, they no longer supported by their parents mm-hmm. and they have to get a job for themselves. Is that a hardship? For them, I think it might be because they're no longer, they now have to figure out how to live life mm-hmm. versus the, the person that's down the street from them is struggling from paycheck to paycheck right. and they're doing everything they can to feed their families and all of a sudden they lose their job. Mm-hmm. Is that a hardship? I think so because <laughs> like they're doing all that they can. So what do y'all think about it? I mean, I, I mean, I think no, that's, that's, a, that's a good question because yeah. I think that it's it's very important if you know when you talk about hard times or hardships, mm-hmm. hardships <laughs> <laughs> is that you know it is it, the understanding that those things are individual. Right. In my opinion, in my opinion, they are individual because a hardship to me is going to be different than a hardship to you. Mm-hmm. You know, and and like you said, you know, all of a sudden. You know, Prince Ricky down the street, whose parents have been taking care of him all his life, and they tell him that we're, you know, we're cutting your allowance, and all of a sudden, instead of ten thousand dollars a month, we're gonna get a thousand dollars a month. That's hard times for him. True. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, that, I mean, I take it. I take but, it. I take but, it. But I mean, you know, but I, th- but like I said, for someone who's had, who's been at this, you know, area his whole life, then all of a sudden they have that drop. That has to be hard times. Right. So I think that when I when I hear hardship, I think it's about being taken out of your comfort area. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. Yeah. So now I'm uncomfortable. This is hard times. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think also too, like it's not just everybody's pain tolerance. It's what you know based off of whatever situation you have. So like, let's say you lose your job, but you're not sure what to do next. That that may be a hardship for somebody, but somebody else may have connections. And it's like it's not a really a hardship for them because they know they're well diverse in their network and they know people that they can just get a job just like down the spot. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more of um not just your pain your pain levels, but it's also like your your ability or your capabilities of being able to solve a problem in a particular in the in a hardship. Mm-hmm. You know? Um yeah. So would you say that in those harsh, like all those times where you're coming out of a comfort zone um, to something that's a little bit like harder or not as easy and like you or somebody who's been through that, like if you've gone through a hardship or whatnot and let's say you've experienced something similar, but you've learned, Mm -hmm. is that still considered a hardship or 
Right. Is it no longer a hardship because you've learned from what you've gone through before and you can now manage mm-hmm. that situation? Yeah, I look at it as, um, excuse me, I mean, no, good. Uh, I look at it as um, a life blessing. That's what I was just um, saying to myself is, is like, I always put myself in the, in the shoes that I knew I, I would never try to walk if I knew that that would be a point of being um, a road I wouldn't want to take. Pretty much. So um, a lot of times I look at what I've been through to not make the same mistakes a lot of times. So um, I say you can learn from your mistakes. So a hardship won't, you know, hinder you for going, I guess. But I think to answer that question, you have to take the perspective of a baby that has never done anything before. So everything that they go through is a lesson. Mm -hmm. And it may be a learning curve for them to just go through life, but... Once they do something once, the next time they'll be prepared to do something. So is it considered a hardship because they've never been through anything in life? And I think it's at first it may be a hardship, but it, then again, it just changes to something that. Um, yeah, I don't know what it just changes into. I think it changes from a hardship into um, just like a, a known issue. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, if that I makes it, sense, no, it makes sense. It makes sense, but I think where 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 I where where I struggle, I guess, with it is that if my car gets repoed, mm-hmm. that's a hardship. I've gone through it. I know what to do. It gets repoed again. Mm-hmm. It's still a hardship. Okay. I just I, I just might be better built for it, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, I, I might be, I might better understand that it doesn't mean the death of me. Mm-hmm. It's just all of a sudden extremely uncomfortable. And so it, I I think that that's I I, I don't know. I, for me, I, I guess I, I get caught up in trying to figure out whether or not. I guess the question then because I said so is a hardship repeatable. The, it's hard times because I mean, I, the hard times I believe is just repeatable. I mean, because right. okay. there's so many factors that we can't control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. And so it's like, okay, you know, I, I I learned from my second job that I can't just show up when I want to. Mm-hmm. That I, so this time I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing. I'm showing up on time. I'm do, I, I'm getting all my work done. But you know, IBM figures out that they can save money if they move this manufacturing plant to Mexico City. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing I can do about that. Right. But I also know that I know there's other like kind of things. I I know now there's other areas where I can go hustle and I can yeah. make money. Uh-huh. I just can't do it as easily as I was doing it. In my current position, so I mean, I I don't know. I still like I said, I still see it as hard times. I just I, it's easier to navigate, and I don't. I guess I don't know if that makes it not hard, but I feel like I think a bigger or a big part of like a hardship is something that like we have no control over that happens to us. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if there's like we do something like using the parked car analogy like if we park our car in the spot it gets towed or repoed but then we turn around and park the car back in the same park like in the same spot like is that truly a hardship or is that just us not being mindful (laughs) (laughs) and like parking in the right space versus like we park our car somewhere and they repo the wrong car we know the process we know how to go through and like fix it but it's like 
yes, it's a hard time, but we learned from the previous time where the car got towed. It was like, all right, let me call these people to get the car back and let them know that you got the wrong car. Like, you shouldn't bring my car back or something. <laughs> um, and so I feel like you can learn from them. It doesn't necessarily, it makes it easier and uh, to go through, but you can still go through it. Yeah. I agree with that. I, and I think that, it, I, I guess my, my thing is that I don't want it to, I, I don't want to discount someone going through a hard time repeatedly because I also think that's part of a hardship too. True. Is that you can't, it's a cycle sometimes you can't get out of. You know, the, I, uh, oh God, y'all might not be old enough to remember this. Um, when they used to have the payday, payday loan places in North Carolina, mm-hmm. you know, uh, check and go. And I'll call you out by name. Y'all got enough of my money. Um, <laughs> but no, but the thing was that it was it was a great idea when you first hear it. You're in a jam. Come here. You can write us a check for $300. We'll give you $200 in cash. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, I need $200 right now. Mm-hmm. So they'll hold this until I get paid. Cool. So I go write them a check. That for three hundred dollars, I get they give me the two hundred. Then I go pay. I go. I get to my payday. I go pay them back. Mm-hmm. But now that I paid that money out of that check, guess what? I need again. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm right back in their office. Two days later, I'm right checking. In. And I mean, because I, I like, I don't think my wife would get mad at me for telling this. But when checking go was here, we went almost a solid six months where we were there every pay period, mm-hmm. just trying to get to the next pay period because I. I, uh, the car we were driving, the engine ceased. Mm. So I had to come up with a car to get back and forth from here to RTP in a day. <laughs> so it was like, okay, so we came up with a thing. I knew some people, ended up being, I was able to buy a car for $400. But I didn't have $400. <laughs> I'd have it on payday. <laughs> check and go. <laughs> and I owed check and go for six months. And because uh, every payday I was there, and so I was c- consistently going through the same thing. Yeah. It wasn't that I didn't learn my lesson; I just couldn't get out of the loop. <laughs> On the simple part, they still have stuff like that. Like they have yeah. apps now. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> true. Get a payday in advance. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was so it was so bad here. Banks started doing it. Right. That's that's yeah, when you yeah, knew yeah, it was bad. Yeah. When banks said, "You know what? This state, 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 state employee. Yeah, let me get in on this, but. So I think that, you know, I just don't want to, I don't want to trivialize the idea that you should only go through something once. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I think that it's possible. But I do think going through it does, I don't know, going through that hustle, smartened me up to a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> Would you say that you did, you were going through like a repeated cycle or was it like a one-time thing that, like the engine sees that that was the major event that put you in a hardship. Then this is the process of going through that, uh, through that hardship, which it was like from week to week where you had to go to the thing. Cause that from the side of it, it sounded like it was just like, like, and, and ideally like there's processes can last like a long time. Yes. And so there's like, who knows what the time frame would be. Mm-hmm. But in the midst of that process, there could be other things that you can also go through and learn from as well. Um, I mean, oh yeah, I think yeah, I, I, yeah. It was one major event that started a whole chain of crap. <laughs> um, but I, I see your point. It's like yeah, because like I said, had the engine not seized on that car, a lot of stuff would have been able to we would we would have been able to handle. Because as a matter of fact, to be in total transparency, at the end of this process, we ended up losing the house we were in. That's part of the reason we ended up in foreclosure. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I mean, like I said, it, it, it smartened me up to how uh, it smartened me up to how money works and how to work with it when I got it back. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and I think that you know I, that goes to that part that I think we were all kind of hit on is that you know it's it's one thing to go through something, but if you don't learn nothing from it, what's the point? Yeah. Um, and I think that was going to lead into the next question. I was going to kind of lean in with y'all. So it sounds like it does it. Is it the hardship that makes you stronger or is it the ability to learn that makes you stronger? I think it's the ability to learn because if you come out of it and you positive with the outcome, I think it's the ability to come out of it. Yeah. I think it's the hardship that hits you in the throat first. <laughs> <laughs> Catches your attention, and then there's the process where you can actually learn. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's got to hit you in the throat. Hardship is here, like to do so, because if that opportunity never presents itself, then you would never learn that lesson, right? You know, like if somebody yeah, yeah. if somebody swings at you and hits you, like if they catch you the first time off guard, like. You see them swing again, you're not going to just let them swing and hit you again. <laughs> right. You're going to duck. Like, you're going to prepare yourself for it. So you'll learn real quick. And I, I think that's like how harsh it is. Like, you like, hit you in the throat. It was like, oh, it, it caught me the first time off guard, blindsided. You ain't going to nah, get me again. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But I think it's, um, I think it's important to end those hardships. Even you have to, even though you're learning and you're doing things right to get back on your feet, um, you also have to learn from the, mis- the mistakes as well. Mm-hmm. Even if the hardships were um, self-inflicting, you know, um, uh-huh. because it, it's I think it's all about helping other people when you go through something and then they go through something that you've been through. You can be able to share your experience so that they don't have to go through it, you know, like our kids or, or people that look up to us. Um, so being able to learn from both sides, not just from the good, but also from the bad, um, it just makes you <laughs> just well-rounded, I guess, in hardships, <laughs> even though we don't like to be, but it is what it is. But. Yeah, I believe it's important to, to be able to honestly self-assess, but I think that you also said part in there that's important when it comes to, I believe that when it when we're in hardships, or when we're in hard times, even the times that we can't control, we have this thing that says we have to do everything on our own. Mm-hmm. And that keeps us in hard times longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like that's like a fear. Almost. Like to have uphold like this, at least for me, I feel like that's like a, to want to uphold like a certain image mm-hmm. that everything is all right. Like that nothing is wrong. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And in reality, it's like, I'm a mess. <laughs> like, and I, I don't know what that is. It's pride. I would say that's pride. Uh, and I think that's something that for myself grew up, like my dad kind of taught me, like, don't ask for nothing. Like, we go to the convenience store and if he wasn't going to get it for us, don't ask. It's like, like as a kid, you just go ask whoever's going to get it for you. Don't ask. And so it's like, growing up now, older, if going through something that's hard, I'm, I'm even not even necessarily something hard like simple as I use my money to, from my paycheck to pay the bills and we need something else and so instead of asking my wife I'm like we need this money mm-hmm. from my, like, her check to like pay something else I was just like alright I figured a way to figure it out, yeah, I figured and, it out. and she's like I'm here to help 
just ask. And I'm like, mm-hmm. but I, I make it happen. Like, exactly. and, but the way to make it happen is just by asking her. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, yeah, there's like a prideful thing. Oh, I don't know why. For sure. It's for myself. Oh, no, it's, it's not you. I think, well, I, I would say that I believe for men in general, it's a pride thing. Because we're out, well, I don't, I'm gonna get in trouble with that. Okay. Um, we were all, we were all taught here that, you know, you, you, you have a responsibility to hold it, hold it down. You're the man. Right. So that means you have every answer. That means you can fix every problem. That means you can't ever, you, you, you can't have a, you can't have a crying in the closet moment. I mean, and I think, it's one of those things that holds us back because we have this thing that says that in order for me to be the man, I have to do it all mm-hmm. instead of realizing that part of, you know, the, the CEO, he will do nothing. <laughs> it's his job. He sits above and he sits in his ivory tower and he sees what needs to be done. And he's like, okay, well, I need somebody to do that. Hey, go handle that. <laughs> and you know, there's somebody, he, he can delegate that. And I think that when we could, when we discuss like you know going through a hard times, it man the idea of going to going to my parents and saying oh we need this, or even like I said going to my wife and like hey babe um this little short so I need you to <laughs> you know you wait for the response what you supposed to be doing <laughs> you know but but I yeah we have to be, get to the point of understanding that we have a community of people to lean on. And also being there for other people mm-hmm. when they go through stuff to, to tell them, no, this is, I, I've been through that. This is how you get out. Right. Yeah. Because uh, now I'll just say, in my opinion, that this is in the black community, we are very good at, I've gotten out, so I got to get away. Instead of, I've gotten out, I need to find one I can take with me. Well, at mm-hmm. least I'm taking. At least this this neighborhood is coming with me. That's true. And so is I. I think it all goes back to that pride and that whole thing of everything has to be on me. Mm. I'll admit, I have a hard time of asking for help. I, I don't. I don't know why. It's just. I mean, everything that Chris said was right on the nail. You know, um, but I um, I start to see how I should be when it comes to asking for help through my son, because he's a he's a great helper. Um, every time he's with me on the weekends, I take him to the farm. And what I see from him is um, if he's doing something, if he has an activity that he's doing by himself, he's not afraid to ask for help. Um, I see him using all the resources he has, you know. In his little body, but he he never he's never afraid to ask for help, and he's always a helping hand. So through him, I'm able to see a, an example. But um, definitely, that's something I need to do better on. Just asking for help, simply. And I think it's um, what Tyler was saying earlier was about fear. You know, um, for me, I feel like when I ask for help, I don't know how to ask. Like what questions, particular like the actual question I need help on helping. But um, I don't know. It's just I don't know. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, it's hard to talk to people. <laughs> you know, I, no, because I mean, the thing is, like you said, they're, they're, I, I have a fear that, so what are they going to think about me when I ask this question? Um, what if they say no? Then what does that do to me? Then, you know, there's all the what ifs. Right. But I think that uh, the biggest reason, the biggest problem we have with that is that we we decide, well, we know we need help, but we don't ever foster the relationships in advance. Mm. To be prepared to help us if we need it. That's true. We, it, you know, uh, we have we have a great ability to surround ourselves with people who make us feel good because they seem to be less than. And with all due respect, if you're surrounded by people who are only less than you, then they can't help you. <laughs> yeah, you can help them. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, they can't help you if you need it. And I think that our natural thing is that we, we have small groups and then we, we, we watch who we surround ourselves with. We always want to, I mean, you know, I, we always want to be the hero. Right. Yeah. So. I, I can see that because I can see, like, even if you're at work and you got a group of people that's, you know, they always click together or they always together, they, they have that similar... Um, Attraction to one another because I guess you know they can relate and do different things. So I guess it is just like just being around a person you can relate to that's gonna help you out, that's gonna push you through and um, give you you know the encouragement to move on and be better. Yeah, I got like a great example of that. Um, like I've had like having people around to help in the midst of a hardship. Um, Hurricane friend whatever year that was, um, came through where I stayed at was off of Barrow Road, which is um, Barrow Road crosses over Waldup Creek. Um, mm-hmm. And at the time before that now, they did it fancy. Um, that creek would rise above that bridge on Barrow Road. Right. Yep. And yeah. I stayed three houses down from that, mm. um, which we were not close enough to the creek for the water to rise up to. Um, but when the hurricane frame came through, power was out, um, trees were down, um, truly the community around, like, that's a hardship. Like, everybody, we're all in the same boat. Like, we're all out of power. We don't have any way to keep any food fresh. Um, but remembering everybody coming together um, to help out. And there were some people who were like, I'm good. Like, no, we don't need your help. The kids were like, I was, I can't remember how old I was, but... We were going around helping picking up logs and the adults were going through cutting up with chainsaws because like they had chainsaws. Not everybody couldn't get a chainsaw let alone. They were no longer available at that time because the storm came through and bought out the stores. And so like everybody helped each other out and made it made it so much easier. Um, It made even the time thinking about it like working together was fun. You know, so even though it was a hardship we were in a very rough patch in just a couple of weeks in our life. Um, we managed to make it through a lot easier because mm-hmm. we bonded together. Yeah. And so, oh yeah, yeah. yeah just to go to say, with the um, pandemic, you know, a lot of people, even though they were separated, they still stuck together and looked at, you know the hardship of that because didn't nobody know what was going to really happen. He was like, like, man, where I'm going to be at? Like, what's going to happen? You know, a lot of people had a a 
type of um, nervous feeling. So, but I guess phone calls, even though you couldn't be, you know, with people, um, your loved ones and close friends and stuff like that. But just phone calls alone, just to encourage people to, you know, it's going to be all right, you know, still pray and do the things that you need to do to, you know, stick together and don't lose relationship because, you know what I'm saying, with, with, with other people, because, you know, times is hard. You know what I'm saying? You didn't know if you were going to continue to work. You didn't know if you were going to find what something to eat. You didn't know if you were going to catch COVID. You just know, you know, you were going to, it was a hard time. So yeah. I can I can definitely see that. Yeah, yeah I'm saying, and, and looking at our, on a larger scale, I mean, it, it, neighborhoods, we, this world has always unified over tragedy. Mm. I mean, <laughs> you know, if, if you go back and you think about the times in our recent lifetime when the, when we've had the most the the the, the closeness or the, the everyone kind of pulling in the same direction, mm-hmm. you could think of the tragic event that happened around it. Nine eleven. Wow. Right. Yeah. Um, George Floyd. Yeah. <laughs> um, the L.A. riots. Right. I mean, you know, Rodney you can King. see Rodney King. You can see where you know it seems to be the thing that the thing that galvanizes us, that brings us together, is a hardship. Yeah, hard times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because during those times, we can all identify with one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might not agree with your with your. Religious views. I might not agree with your with, with your with your orientation views. I might not agree with a whole lot of things about you. But right now, ain't neither one of us got no vow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, uh, what can we do? And this might be a question for us down the road. Is like, why do we go back from like the unity and stuff like that in those hard times? Why does it convert back to separation? Separation. Like, why do we? Go out separates, but that could be something down the road. But I think, yeah. Well, I'm gonna throw this on there because I think it feeds in. It, it really talks about why hard times makes us stronger. Because there's a separation that caught that's caused by comfort. Mm-hmm. And you know, let's go ahead. We let's look. We can go through the Bible, and you look at at, at the times when God's people were closest to God. It was when they was going through. <laughs> the minute they, the minute they arrived in the promised land, all the floodgates opened. <laughs> you know, the, but while they were going through the Egypt struggle, oh, they was crying and wailing, and they, oh Lord, anything that you say. <laughs> and then, I mean, you I, and I speak for my personal life. It's easier for me to run to something when I'm going through something. Mm. When everything is good and, you know, we're just, we're floating and making it day, and, you know, it's, it, I don't, I'm not worried necessarily about the next day, then that's, that's, that's about me. Mm-hmm. So I float away from those things that make, I isolate myself from other people, other situations, because I don't need it. <laughs> yes. And so hardships bring us together because those are the times when we, we can't do it on our own. That's good. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was it was hardship, hard times 
was responsible for the Industrial Revolution. The hard, the effect that put that into motion was the free, freeing of slaves. Mm. <laughs> so all of a sudden, now we have to come up with labor free. <laughs> because <laughs> we had that. <laughs> Well, we didn't, but you know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know, but the thing was that now all of a sudden, everybody's trying to figure out how to maintain. And it's hard to maintain when you, now you have a cost where you didn't have a cost before. So then all of a sudden people started understanding, okay, so let's, we can invent a machine to do this. We can get this to do this. And so all of a sudden now creativity is flowing. Necessity. Well, they say necessity is the mother of invention, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and I think that we see the same thing because when you're going through something difficult, that makes you look for something. Uh, I don't want to say an easier way, but it makes you look for some answers and it kind of it sparks you being able to come up with things that you wouldn't have thought of if you was just, you know, if the candle works, if the candle's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's like traveling, like thinking about water, like water travels the path of least resistance. Yep. And I feel like just in in life, we try to travel the paths of least resistance. But every now and then there's like a dam that blocks us up, stops us up. And so then we get backed up. But the only really way to go through a dam or to get over a dam is like you have to have more water. Or something to break through, mm-hmm. uh, and that's like I said, those people who are around to help uh, the community, um, and just like those helping hands, kind of like help break down those dams, those blockages, um, so that you can continue to flow. And so, yeah. Well, I think that we've kind of, mm. all right, so let, let's, let's go a little bit deeper. I got a question for you guys. So it really sounds like hardships and hard times introduces us to who we really are. Would you say that in order for you to be willing to break down and grow. You have to go through something or hit something that you cannot can't take out. That you have to go through a hard time to ever mature. Or you know, we can use the big word get wisdom. <laughs> I don't think you have to go through a hardship to grow because I feel like you can grow and learn from other people's hardships. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, you don't have to go through it yourself. I do feel like they do help you grow and help. It's like a tool that is used um, and it helps develop you and build you. Um, but I do think and feel like people can go through life without having to truly experience a hardship. Um, I mean, I think about my mom, like, I would never have it as hard as she had it because she made it. Uh, she went through things to make it easier for myself. Now, I was hard-headed, so I still went through some other things on my <laughs> own. But 
that was my own choosing and my own choice. Um, if I would have listened and did the things that her and my grandfather had taught me and showed me, then life would have been easier. Um, I still, I don't know, I'm about to contradict myself because I feel like there's still things that will come. <laughs> but I don't think you, it's like, you have to go through it though. For me, I think you do. Um, because it's good to learn from other people's experience, but you have to have some experiences of your own too. And um, I think for me, it just goes back to um, how God causes us to go through certain things to to help mold and shape us into what he created us to be, you know? Um, yeah, because I mean, it's, it's good to learn from from other people's mistakes, but um, like I was saying before, it's like those defining moments of your personal experiences where you get to see who you really are. And I think that's more important um, to learn from your, the, your ups and downs that you've been through and being able to um, I don't know, just you got to go through pain. Right. I, and I, I definitely do agree with that because um, I, I agree with that point because it's like you appreciate it more once you are or you go through certain hardships and you can see like, OK, I know this struggle. Like, you know, what I'm saying? like I was saying how I was raised and seeing what my mom did, being a single parent, drugs and stuff like that. Growing up, you're like, man, I don't want to go through that. But as you go through that, you know what I'm saying? You could see where that person was coming from. And I see what she went through and see where she cleaned herself up and things got better. You know what I'm saying? And I see that for all of my brothers, my sisters and stuff like that. And it just really makes me who I am today. And that what makes me appreciate life more and sees the goodness in, in God because it's like Christ died and went through a whole bunch of changes for us to be where we are. You know what I'm saying? To give us forgiveness. And you know what I'm saying? It's just he pushed through things he didn't even do, but it was a hardship that everybody else took on to 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 gain everlasting life with him. So, I mean, I, I, I believe like you have to go through something to really appreciate life more personally, physically, yeah. mentally, and emotionally. Somehow it's going to happen, I believe. Yeah, when you were saying that, I was thinking about the, the, you know, we got parents in the room and so we always talk about, you know, our kids and the stuff that they feel entitled to have mm. that we've worked for and how they look at it from one perspective because we worked for it and gave it to them. Mm. But then you got the stuff that they work for that they view totally different, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's, you know, my, I think of like, for me, my personal experience, I think of my first car. Mm hmm. Uh, that that the first car that I walked to the you know I walked on a lot and bought mm. got treated completely different than the car that my mom helped me get. Even though my mom helped me get it, she didn't pay for it. She put in on it. But that one that where that man was looking at my paycheck every Friday, he's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> come on, you know that one was treated totally different because that was something that I worked for. Mm. 
And I see the hardships in a similar fashion that as you go through them, you take them differently. The ones you go through than the ones that you now I'm not saying you don't learn and grow from the ones that other people have went through around you. They kind of give you what uh, uh, they kind of uh, invitation or open door. So where you see, oh, okay, ah, I recognize instead of, you know, ha, huh, and then, but when you go through it, you can see that thing two blocks down the road, and no, nope, left. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm trying to, because I, I see that, and I get that point of view, and and I, I do agree with what y'all are saying, but I still feel like, I mean, even if you don't experience some, like something that's like, I guess necessarily considered a hardship, but I feel like you can still have like gratitude and all those things um, without it. And I say that because I think about like my first car that my father helped, he gave to me, a little Chevrolet Corsica. Uh, <laughs> and I feel like I treated that car just as much. Uh, as and and care for it as much as I did the Pontiac Sunfire I bought for my cousin mm-hmm. uh, with my own money, and then even regretted selling the car <laughs> after I sold it. I was like, dang it! I thought about this car the other day. I'm like, I actually kept that car. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like I feel like I appreciate it still mm-hmm. because of how like like my dad gave it to me, cherished it because this is my first car, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think there, even I feel like I was not as caring to the Pontiac Sunfire because when I had to get rid of that one, when it died on me, because it had a cracked head gasket, like I wasn't trying to do like the maintenance that, or not maintenance, but like to actually fix it, mm-hmm. which if it was a Corsica, I four cylinder, smaller engine, I was going to try to make that thing work. I want to <laughs> do so much with that car. Um, but I mean... I did go through things with that car, like when it broke down on me because of the alternator. I walked several miles down the road in the dark on the back country road. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Bought my first cell phone because of that. Uh, I learned a lesson, uh, and I feel like, in spite of like necessarily like hardships, uh, I think there's some things that I I appreciate and learn just not having to go through. I think it's possible. I mean, I'm not saying it's not possible. Yeah, no. I I just think that in some ways it kind of where we like talked before at the beginning we we're talking about individuals. Mm. I think that there are certain individuals that can learn from other people's mistake or other people or that can appreciate other people's effort. And then there are hard hit people like me <laughs> who I have to go through. It, it, it has to become personal to me. And, 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 you know, I, I, there's a lot of stuff that I did learn that I, I, I think there's a lot of stuff that I learned from people around me. But the stuff that I believe truly makes me who I am is the stuff that I went through. And so, I mean, like I said, I'm not, I, I don't believe in, you know, there's a right or wrong to this question is as crazy as it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, but I, I, it's like I think that it goes. There is some individuality that has to be addressed when it comes to it. But for sure, I think you can learn from other people, and I think we have a responsibility to try to teach other people, as well as learn from other people. But at the same time, there's some things that you know you just kind of have to, have to go bite the bullet and deal with. Yeah, true. 
thing. And I, 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 I agree with that part. Like, the lessons are different. Like, you learn, you do learn more when you go through. Like, and, and like I said, it's not saying like you can't go learn from someone else and stuff. Like, I've learned more through the struggles and choices that I've made, whether good or bad, right or wrong. And coming out on the other side of it, I can look back and be like, I see what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like I'm the same. I was hard-headed for a lot of stuff. But then I, I see why and being hard-headed and making that decision was like, that was the wrong decision. And they told me that. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, maybe I should listen next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. That's the, that's that's it. That, that um, You know, like I said, growing up, I say, I ain't never going to be like my parents. <laughs> then you become a parent. <laughs> just like your parents <laughs> but I mean I, I, I think that it's that combination mm-hmm. that you're talking about because there's the things that they tell you and there's some lessons that they tell you that you know don't make sense until you go through something and then it's like every light bulb goes off about what they were talking about it's like yeah. oh that's, that's what they meant and so <laughs> I mean but I, I, I hardships are are here, in my opinion, to make us stronger. Hard times are here to make us stronger. And they will if we allow them to. Yes. It, you know, instead of developing a woe is me attitude, and which, I mean, I'm not going to say, you know, everybody has, I think everybody has a breaking point when it comes to how much hard time, how hard the times can get. Um, but, you know, I think that we have to be, you know, sensitive to that when we're dealing with other people. But we have to also realize that, you know, sometimes you're going through what you're intended to go through. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like when a hardship is to that point of like where you feel like I can't do it, it goes back to like those who are around you, you know, that that support, you know, because I mean, if you have something that's really, really heavy the more people you have around that heavy object to lift it up makes it really, really light. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because now the workload that you have to put on your, like, have to put in, it's not as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I feel like there are times where you go through stuff, but you're not going to have much too much that you can bear, <laughs> right? And so, and so, and in the times when it does feel like you're starting, it's being too heavy, then the people who are around you can also help bear. I think about that saying where um, people say it takes a village to raise a child. I think that kind of carries on through adulthood. Oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just just thought about that. Oh, you know, because yeah, Lord knows when I don't. I ain't stopped being a child yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I agree. It, it take it, it takes a village to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know. You might, and it's understanding that for one job or idea or, or 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 project, you might sit in one position in the village, and for another one, you might be in a totally different position, mm-hmm. and it's okay. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm going to be the project manager. Sometimes I'm going to be the hard labor. <laughs> you know, it's just where you fit in, but... But yes, that is that is hard times. Are they necessary? <laughs> and what do they do for us? It's been a good conversation. I'd like to thank you all for your input and, and, and your thought process. To, 
it has been hopefully an enlightening conversation to anyone listening. And just remember, if you are going through anything, going through hard times, if you're going through difficult times, you don't have to go through them alone. Look around you and see the people who care about you for what they are, their resources, and they are placed in your life to help you. So don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to be rejected. It's easier to for me to sit here and say that than it is for for you to necessarily walk out the asking. So I understand that. But just know that a lot of times we go through stuff on our own because we choose to and we're afraid. Let us let if you take anything from tonight, please be encouraged and know that there's always going to be people around you who are willing to help you. If you're willing to stick out your hand and ask for help. Um, like to thank you for listening to the podcast. Please email comments to you believe what pod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram at you believe what pod. We're on Twitter at you believe what pod too. Hit us up, leave comments. We appreciate you. We thank you for your time and we just hope that you have a good week. We'll see y'all next Monday. Peace. Peace. Peace.